When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, welcome back to the Duck Call Room, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we have got a special guest who arguably enjoys cooking more than me and you, Stone. I think he does. That's that's something, but we're going to introduce you and show you why you never... Trust a skinny chef. We've got the host of the YouTube channel, How to Barbecue Right. Malcolm Reed is in the studio with us. That's what I told him. I said, hey, you got one thing in your favor. Don't trust a skinny cook. (laughs) That's why I don't do any of the cooking. That's why I don't don't do nothing. I I told him if y'all wanted to talk about marathon running, I was the wrong man. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I'm here to We can talk some food now. Now, see, here's the deal with Stone. You can still trust Stone because he's half the man he used to be. That's right. He used to be a little, well. Plump. I used to be heavy. Yeah, plump is the word you're looking (laughs) for. I was trying to think of the right word. (laughs) But but my cooking skills stayed with me. Yeah. The weight left me. But my cooking st- skills stayed with me. Well, you lost weight not by going and eating a bunch of crap. That's right. Like, you still ate good. You just made better decisions. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, that's yeah. the biggest difference. I still love to eat good. And I will say something about Malcolm. I have Googled him many a time. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure what to do in a certain situation when I was smoking something. And when I Googled, on, I'd say three different times. on His name come up? No, his picture come up <laughs> in the video. Well, hey. And I watched it, and the one that got me was your bacon burnt ends. You had a big old slab of bacon, and and you cut them things up into into cubes and made burnt ends out of them. And when, when I did that, that was one of the best things <laughs> I have ever put in my mouth. So I, it, it's bacon burnt ends. Mm. Well, you need to do that then. Mm. Oh, I've already done. It. I'll do it again. Yeah, but you didn't invite me. But I got I, left out. Of I learned one. how to do that from him. Yeah, and it was well. Everything goes better with incredible. bacon. Don't go to your heart doctor after you eat those. Si. Oh man! <laughs> hey, I ain't worried about it. My age. <laughs> yeah, I believe. I, we believe in the resurrection. Right <laughs> yeah. now, to I ain't worried about it. You gonna be a bear? Hey, be a good. God's got me on the bonus years right now. Anyway, so I ain't worried about it. Oh, no, but it was a big old slab of bacon. <sighs> And I'll I'll let you describe how to how to do it. That was it's an unsliced. You got to get it before they slice it up into thick cut pieces. 
and you just cube it. You cut oh, it in Oh, this chunks. is like going to the smokehouse when I was growing up, get you a slab of bacon, and then do what you're going to do. That's right. And you cut it up and yeah. season it up and get it on the smoker first, but then you wrap it up with butter and brown sugar and honey. And all them little cubes just get sticky and soft, and all that fat melts, and it's just like meat candy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Put it in your mouth. And when you take it out, yeah. you dip it in more barbecue yeah. sauce and set that. And then <laughs> look out. I like out. his adjectives he's using. Candy. Meat candy. That's yeah, exactly meat candy. what it was. Yeah. But his looked a little better than mine when I got about, but, but boy, they was good. The flavors they were just incredible. Oh, no. Ooh. Well, that's like the duck wraps you do. Before you take them off, well, you either glaze them with something, either mayhaw jelly or something honey or whatever. Mike, Mike's hot honey. Hot honey, yeah, is my go-to glaze yeah. these days. Yeah. You know that's our secret in our, our Memphis and May rib wrap. Really, Mike's hot honey. Oh, I, I finish all my ribs with it. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of it. It's got the spice kind of cooks away a little bit once you add the heat to it because you know at first you take a spoon of it, it'll light you up. Oh yeah, but when you cook it. The heat does something to it. It mellows that out, and it blends it well, and it's just it's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a fine glaze as I've ever used. Yeah, y'all making me hungry. Uh, we're going, going back to ducks. Yeah. You know, mm. a duck, he, he don't taste good. Just if you, if He you don't have his, much flavor. If you cut his breast out, so some people's going to disagree with me. All, yeah. you know, some people like the taste of liver. I don't. But if you cut out a duck breast and just try to fry it up as is, it's going to – it's not going to – it's going to be kind of musty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So here's what I do, and I'll, and I'll let you give me your recommendation. I put a, put the duck breast in a saltwater brine overnight when I'm going to grill them. Um, I just use saltwater. I don't put anything else besides saltwater. And then I'll take the breast out, butterfly it, stuff it, cream cheese, whatever, wrap it in bacon and grill it. Now, is there another method that you would prefer to that. I, I, you can't go wrong with, we call them, you know, roll-ups like that. But with me, ducks, there's no in-between. Either you got to cook it hot and fast and quick, or you got to cook it low and slow and break it down and serve it with the gravy and onions or something like that. There's no there's no medium well or, you know, on, mm-hmm. on a duck. Because it's got, to me, it's rare, medium rare. That's where you, you don't taste that liver taste. It tastes really good if you cook a duck hot and fast, like, mm-hmm. like you're talking about. Um, with the roll-ups, often people overcook them and they get that bad taste because they're trying to get that bacon done. That's right. That's so right. what I do is half cook that bacon first. I'll start it out on a sheet pan in the oven or either on the grill, get it to where the fat's starting to render in and it's still pliable. It ain't turned brown yet. Then take it off the grill and pat it dry with paper towel, get the grease off, and then roll my duck up. That way that duck, the bacon browns on up before that duck overcooks and it changes the whole flavor of it. That's why I use cheap bacon. And that's it's another thing. Use that it's, thin the, bacon. it's the it's the only time I say it's acceptable to buy the two dollar bacon. <laughs> that's right. Is when you're gonna wrap something in. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you you don't care about the bacon then. It, it's mm-hmm. serving a different purpose. Now you go to eat bacon for breakfast. That needs to be the most expensive bacon you can afford. <laughs> now for everybody, that's a different price point for everybody. But when you're wrapping something. Give me the stuff that's on sale two for four bucks or whatever, because I oh. it, it don't matter. He's just a he's just a side piece in, you know. There you go. But yeah, no, and I've done that too. Start it either, and I've done it oven, microwave. It doesn't really matter. Just just get it started. Mm-hmm. Then that way, when you get done, it's done, and you duck you duck it and. Yeah. Didn't live like boot leather. Yeah. Now, see, the problem with me is I like liver. I love a chicken liver now. 
I was, I was raised on chicken liver. Chicken we, liver done right, hard to be. There's yeah. a lot of good fried chicken liver in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I was raised on fried chicken livers. That's one thing my, my grandpa and grandma loved to eat. Whatever you had left over, you took fishing. They turn into catfish, too, yeah. if you're oh, yeah. careful. Yeah, real so, quick. like. But that's one of the few things a catfish, <laughs> me and a catfish, will both eat oh, yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chicken yeah. liver because most of the rest of it. You got a fight man. going on, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, I love Have it. you heard of um, poking holes in the in the duck breast I, before you brine it? I have. Um, we use a well, jacquard, so you know it's like that meat needle thing. Oh yeah, you can stamp with it, and that's yeah. usually what we what, okay. we what I do with it. Yeah, I'll run it. I'll run it through that, and then throw it in the marinade. I mean, I keep it simple: a Worcestershire, maybe a little soy sauce, Italian dressing. I like that zesty Italian just to give it some flavor, and let it soak in it. I mean, I have done just buttermilk too. And let the buttermilk. And when I fry, when I fry them, I use the buttermilk. Yeah. And I'll use that tender right. What's that thing called again? Jacquard. Jacquard. I think that's Jacquard. how you pronounce it. I'm sure it's French. You got one of them? <laughs> oh, Jacquard. yeah. You just sit there and yeah. do it like this oh, over yeah. the top that's of it. Yeah. That thing's a oh, game yeah. changer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've used them. They're, they're really good for deer. It, yeah, um, I, that's if, what I use for yeah, deer. Yeah, if you're trying to, whenever you're like grilling a back strap or something, if you're not going to leave it whole, if you want to do like little deer wrap, same the same deal. If you're trying to get it in the smaller sections, that way mm-hmm. you can get the flavor in there, but but you're not going to overcook it, and it'll yeah. Now, it we're up. sitting here talking about cooking a bunch of wild game, and it's the middle of July. Yeah. <laughs> there's a problem going on. No, it ain't. I'm ready for it to open. But that's what. I, but we can't go get it. <laughs> I know. That's the problem because we don't freeze none of it hardly, yeah. except for sausage, like sausage yeah. and hamburger yeah. meat. I think they. Yeah, the quality not- the quality cuts are going quickly around this yeah. part. Oh, yeah. you we, we ain't one of them is like pull out a backstrap in June. No, no, he got about he got about seventy two hours before he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was aging aging my deer this year, and every week Willie sent me a text. You got a backstrap? Mm-hmm. You got a backstrap? <laughs> You got a backstrap? I bring him one over. Now that you've to work work directly, directly under him, that text is going to come more often. Yeah, about every so, yeah, about every know. three days. But let's take our first break. We'll be back right after this. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Well, Malcolm, how did you uh, how did you get into barbecue? What 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 is that a is that a family deal? Is that something y'all did growing up? Or? In the town I'm from, which is right outside of Memphis, it's called Sally, Mississippi. We uh, had a little yearly festival growing up as a kid. Me and my brother went to it, and it was always you know it was a barbecue contest, carnival, cook off yep. deal, and so we were just grew up around it. We got old enough, we started hanging out with the guys that was cooking, and we just kind of picked up a few things and. Memphis in May, I don't know if y'all have heard of it, but it's the World Pork Champion Barbecue Cooking Contest in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the teams use that South Haven contest in the spring to tune up for the World Championship. And so when we got to cooking against those guys, you either had to learn to cook or you got laughed out of there. So it just kind of came natural to learn to, you know, to barbecue and smoke. And we were we were mainly cooking pork, uh, rib, shoulder, and whole hog. And then as the Years went on. I just got into other things. You can only make so many rib videos. Yeah, you got to cook some. And I, I mean, I just like cooking outside. But 
But really, it was when I went met my wife, and she heard me talking a lot like we are here, just sharing recipes and talking about barbecue things, probably a lot like y'all do with duck hunting and everything. And she said, you need to start sharing this with people. So we did a newsletter. I said, nobody's going to read a poor boy from Mississippi writing about barbecue. No, and, wrong answer. And, but they started reading yeah. it. And then YouTube come along, and she said, well, let's make us a you know, video some of it. And we just started doing that and doing my recipes and never gave up. That's so pretty that's cool. Been, yeah, it's probably, I guess it's been about – Twelve years ago, we started the video side of it, but I've been doing this, you know, since '04, really, with the website and newsletter and stuff like that. Well, first question: the the thing they have in the summertime. Did you win that? We've I've won the first year we ever cooked it. '06, you had to start out as an amateur, and we we won the ribs that year, and they made us turn pro. And yeah. then ever since then, we've never looked back. You know, we keep. Yeah. I don't get to cook as much competition as I used to, but, you know, those were my younger days when I had plenty of time. And now since it's turned into a business for us, and you know, and so it keeps me going. I get to cook some, and that's the that's the fun I get to have. And the rest of it, you know, is just making content and sharing and help, helping people cook good in their backyard. I realized quick that there's only so many people that watch competition stuff, but everybody's just about got a grill in their backyard, everybody I know. Yep. Yeah. You know, and so we all want to cook and learn to cook outside and, you know, cook stuff for our family and our friends. And that's what it's really about, sharing stuff that you can share with somebody else. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I got a couple of buddies that have done that Memphis and May. Uh, Chris Lilly. Oh, yeah. We worked together through Yeti and then uh, Michael Mixon. The mixing, I know, plan. I know both of them very yeah. well. <laughs> Two totally different yeah, personalities, they are, mind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to ask that about the the thing because I knew the answer was going to be yes. I've won it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I knew that. That's why I asked. Yeah, but okay. you, but are, so in this day and age, are are you seeing like a change in the barbecue? Or are there after after that dreaded c word? We don't yeah. like to bring it up because then they put warnings on your stuff. But uh, <laughs> you know, you, you see a lot more people cooking outside and like cooking with family and stuff like that so like since all that mess started have you have you noticed a change in all that you know we we noticed a big change and we didn't know what to do when it when it hit too we started at home and i just started doubling down on cooking dinners and filming them and putting them out there and everybody else was doing the same thing yeah and i know it it hurt the restaurant industry and i got a lot of friends that you know they're struggling and still trying to get back on their feet some of them even lost their restaurants because people didn't go out and people started cooking at home and that's when we started seeing an uptick in people watching videos and, and sending in emails, asking questions about stuff. And I, I think people are still doing it, especially with the prices. I mean, you know, look at fuel prices, which is bringing it all the way down to the supermarket where the meat we buy, the seasonings we buy to cook with, everything's went up. So when people can save money and they can cook stuff at home, and, it, you know, it, a lot of the stuff we cook is not just a one-meal thing it lasts you know several meals and you can mm-hmm. prep you can do the meal prep stuff with a lot of the, the bigger barbecue cuts that we cook so i think it's just um, a lot more people cooking at home yeah no that's a good thing and probably i mean i would suspect some of that too probably has to do with like pellet grills making it easier for people right. to smoke meat uh i, I use those yeah. terms <laughs> loosely <laughs> well i've um, seen a big uptick in those you know pellet grills have been around a while but man they're mainstream now yeah You've got these big companies like Traeger and, you know, Camp Chef and Pit Boss and all, you know, uh, Rectech and all these companies that are, that put pellet grills on the market. And, and it's really, I think it's great. Is it smoking? Not really. Yeah. But is it getting people into cooking outside and, you know, learning how to, to, to season meat and get it on the grill and when to take it off? 
Now, what they're going to do is progress to more of a smoker where you got to build a fire and learn how to airflow and learn how to manage that fire. And that's where, you know, a, a lot of the skill comes in with people calling themselves pit masters. But you got to start somewhere. So I think, and I cook on pellet grill all the time because it's easy. Yeah. My yeah. wife, you know, my son, we can just go out there, turn it on. You set it just like your oven, yeah. walk away. and Same here. Like the it. pellet grill is like the Zebco 33. You know, as, as Zebco 33 is to fishing, anybody can pick it up and go fishing and go catch them a, a fish. A, a pellet grill is a lot in the same way, you know. I'm so very it's Very convenient. I never thought yeah. of it like that, but I love that animal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Zebco 33. Good analogy. Yeah. But, the and you know what else about a Zebco 33? It's tough. It keeps working. It doesn't, you know, so it's just kind of like, you know, if you're going into shotguns, you can call it like the Remington 870. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's just, that's what they are. And no, it's been cool because I work with Pit Boss. Willie works with Pit Boss. So to see these people like reaching out, wanting these recipes and all that, because I love to cook. I mean, I just, I enjoy it. It's something to do. Like, I hate going home and sitting on the couch. Like, I, I'm always up piddling on something. So might as well be making something good to eat. Mm-hmm. And, um, Right now, during the remodel, I'm like camping out every night. So I'm cooking on I'm cooking on gas stoves outside and and the pit boss. And if I didn't have that, I'd be starving to death right now because my go. kitchen is torn to yeah. shreds. You well, know, you know that's what we do too. We, but, at our, even at our house, I try to cook as much as I can outside just to keep them heating the house up. Well, turn it, it on that oven. You know, yeah, that's exactly. Know. And you don't stink up your house. That's right. And that's and, right. and yeah. your woman's happier. And when you if you make a mess, you just get the water hose. <laughs> <That's Like, laughs> wash it away. Wash it away. Well, I'm I'm a big fan of the barrel smoker the, the yeah. pit barrel cooker and i love that hook and hang it's for something about it suspended over that tray that that the smoke gathering up around that meat that it just seems to take on more. and I, I like a big heavy smoke flavor mm-hmm. uh and just about everybody in my household does except for my mother-in-law and, that's and all your neighbors <laughs> yeah, that's right and all but, my neighbors so you know what i get asked all the time what's my favorite cooker to cook on and it is it I will say my drum cooker is the is my favorite for flavor. Mm-hmm. The only downside is it's only got a twenty two inch grate. You know, it's a it's the old Weber grate that fits in that thing. So you can't you're limited on what you can put in there. Yeah, but you will not. That's authentic barbecue flavor. Like you look back at the old timers when they were cooking in on these big brick pits and they would shovel the coals underneath it and the meat was up above it and the juices was all dripping down oh, yeah. on the coals. You get that in that drum. Mm-hmm. There's no other smoker out there that lets it drip and you get that real, you know, it makes, you throw your wood in there so you're getting the smoke and then you're getting the sizzle from all that renderings dripping down on the hot coals and, yeah, man, I'd like to put me a loaf of flavor. Bread. I'd like to put me a loaf of bread down there. <laughs> just let it catch it all. Uh-huh. Drippings. Yeah, and then yeah, just man. reach in there and grab yeah. you a slice yeah. of that white yeah. bread. And, yeah, yeah. I hummed me some baby backs in there uh, Saturday, and uh, so I didn't smoke them but an hour and a half, and then I moved them to the to the oven, and did the old Texas crutch with them, yeah, and, uh, and an hour and a half uh, of smoking. And them things taste like they've been smoking for six hours. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you get more flavor. A lot of people don't. They don't believe me when they say you can hang ribs because they think, oh, they're going to end up falling in the coals. Well, you ain't hanging them until they fall apart yeah, tender. That's right. Only during where they get color and bark on them, and yep. then you want to wrap them up, and it don't matter. You can put them back on the grate wrapped up. You can put them in another grill. You can throw them in the oven. Anything. It's just heat at that point. Yeah, once yeah. you wrap them, all that goes it's out just the heat. What do you like to put in your in your wrap? Well, it depends. If Most of the time, I've been cooking what I call sweet barbecue all my career. That's what competition barbecue was. So it was the honey, the brown sugar, the butter, 
the pepper sauce, stuff like that. And when we cook competitions, like we talked about a little bit earlier, that Mike's Hot Honey has been one of our secrets for a while. It gives it a little spice and a little sweet. But a lot of times if I'm home, I'm wanting to taste the meat. I'm wanting to taste the smoke and then seasoning, and, and it's just an accent to it. So I'm a salt and pepper man. If you can give me a good slab of ribs and I've just got salt and black pepper, it's Texas style barbecue. Yeah. But man, it's authentic and it tastes. It just tastes like the real deal. Have you tried that that tiger sauce in your? Right? I have. I, that's an old school Johnny Trigg one there, the tiger sauce, and it's a it's really good. It was it was squeezy parquet butter. You got to get the squeezy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> squeezy parquet boys. With, with yeah, brown that. sugar, tiger sauce, and a little and a yeah. little honey. That fake butter that you squeeze out is good. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's fire. Whenever you try oh, to man, wrap. We, I catch so much hard times over using that that blue bottle of fake butter. People say I'm gonna kill myself. And, kill everybody else it's hey. just chemicals and, hey so hey, that oh, that yeah. that's already been decided long yeah. before we get here so I, you might as well enjoy it while you're here while i look at it but let's take a break we'll be back right after this now malcolm i, I stumbled across this stuff I, I, I just want to let you know in case you ain't heard of it yet there's some stuff called the w sauce have you seen him yet oh, yeah i've yeah. used it i've yeah. used it yeah that's stuff's good, good stuff. ain't it's real good stuff i like the spicy one oh yeah the yeah. fire shire they call it, it yeah that's it the w sauce. i got a bunch of it at the house i had to bring some I, of it i'll bring it up here so i saw him using it on tiktok so yeah. i had to order some up yeah and i, I we got it in our store now it's like it's, oh do you yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I got to know the guy they're down in florida i mean they're they can't hardly keep up. Yeah, old that's, bear. Yeah, that's old, it. Old bear and Burton. Yep. Bear is actually a good buddy of mine. Really? Uh, that I went fishing with. Um, he used to be, or still is a fishing guide in Key West. But, you know, during, again, when times changed, wasn't nobody going fishing. So he had to figure out a way to make a living. Yep. And they, they decided to bottle the family recipe. Well, that's a good and, one. And that's a... Was it like a barbecue sauce? It's, it's like Worcestershire, but better. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's founded in Worcestershire. Yeah, yeah. it's got but a lot of Worcestershire. The notes, foundation is yeah. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, yeah. but it's better. It, it's thicker. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a it's a it's a much better marinade to me than just yeah. That's what I, that's what we, I use it on steaks. Yeah, that's the number one thing we you know we're cooking ribeye steaks. I'm putting me some of that on as a binder. Yeah, a lot like you would mustard on ribs or pork butt. Mm -hmm. And then kind of just light coat and rub it in good, and then season on top of it. Same, that's what I do my ducks in now ever since they oh. started making that because it, it makes a really good a I good didn't have thing. it back during duck season yeah. but believe me I'm going to <laughs> oh, no, you going to bring uh, that tomorrow yeah I'll bring it to you it's good stuff yeah I got a case of it so um, yeah no they they good they uh, they know what they do and they good boys what's uh, I guess if we had to ask you what is your favorite thing that you cook I mean I know you cook a lot yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here scrolling through your youtube channel and just looking around but i'm just wondering like if you got one you got one meal you say i'm about to show out for everybody what what's that one it's gonna, gonna be a whole hog whole hog yeah wow. that's just you know it's more than just me cooking it most of the time it's several of your buddies around it's gonna take 22 hours to cook one so yep. you know we're gonna have a lot of time to tell tales and sit around and watch the fire and all that but that the camaraderie of getting to do that and socialize and that's what that's what barbecue really is when we think of how it started they were cooking these meats and they didn't have another way to preserve them so they were cooking these big cuts of meat and then sharing them with the whole tribe or whoever was eating them and that's what we do with the whole hall we have a pig picking yeah so i can invite 150 of my closest friends over you know and we can you can all just and watch still it. have leftovers yeah yeah, yeah and, but know. i mean it's just something about cooking that whole hog and i think that's really the test of somebody that that likes to smoke or, you know, considers herself a pit master to learn 
how to cook that whole hog. Maybe there'll be leftovers. <laughs> if it's good enough, it won't be. Well, <laughs> most of them things I've noticed, so sometimes, a lot of times, the beer flows like wine. Well, so yeah, there's generally some leftovers okay. by the end of it because you get full off of off of the extraneous yeah, things yeah. of why you Extra, eat. Extra, you know, boys. but if so, on a pig picking, that whole hog sitting there, beautiful, ready to go. What what piece are you grabbing first? Oh, I'm in that belly. It ain't even, it ain't even out there. The belly and the jowl. That's the best part of it. And there's a little piece. Y'all probably know about it down here in Louisiana. But that temple meat, and they they use a lot of people use it down here to make jambalaya. Yeah, it's some of the first meat they buy, but it's a little socket that's right up in the skull of that hog, and you can pull that piece of meat out, and man, it is the most tender. It's it's as good as the belly meat on there, and it's often overlooked. I don't know if y'all have ever see, tried it. Well, that's why you ask these things because now you learn and see. Next time you look on that platter and you see that old hog, he just laying there. You know to get up there around that face. Yeah, now. get that jowl meat. Get that jowl meat, and then right over that eye in that little socket. It's, yeah. it's the end of temple of him. It's a little plug of meat about as big as your thumb. That's like them red snapper. You, you know them throats. Ooh. Uh, the throats are the best thing on that red snapper. Uh huh. Ain't no red in that. That's all white mm. meat. There ain't no red meat to take mm. out of him. And now that's what I always like to ask people. I like to I like to know the secret within the secret. Cause like, look, you open up a hog. You can start on a shoulder, that's going to be fine. You can start back there on ham, that's going to be fine. You get in there in that tenderloin, but you, you start watching where the boys that cook it grab, they grab in, in unconventional locations. Yeah. You're like, now hold on now, what, what yeah, are you what, doing up there? Yeah, what you yeah. doing up what, there around the eyeballs? Yeah, what you doing up there around that cheek? See, what yeah. you what you doing up there now? Let me let me pay attention here real quick. That, that's typically know? what we do. We take the hams and shoulders and the loin, chop all that up, and you got a pile, and that's what everybody's going out to eat. Mm-hmm. We got the good stuff hid. You don't even see that. <laughs> that never even makes it out there. We like to call oh, that right. chef's cut. That's, that's right, that's right. That's uh. No, I'm the same way on a lot of that stuff. It's like when you pull that 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 pork butt, when you get ready to pull that pull pork, and you start getting around that bone. There's 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 one muscle that seems to outshine the rest of them. That's in the Y. I call it the Y. That bone. How that if you look at it from the side, it kind of makes a curve in there. Mm-hmm. It lays right up in there. Mm-hmm. What it is that that muscle don't get worked as much as that hog getting up and down and walking around. Mm-hmm. It's a little more tender. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's kind of the filet mignon of that shoulder. Oh, I like I like to use a little dark beer with with my um, with my pull, injection pull pork. Oh, really? mix it in. Well, I, I'll smoke it for for about five hours on the barrel, and then um, put it in a pan. Pour me a bottle of Guinness Extra Stout in there with it, and then cover it up. Put it in the oven. And finish it up in the oven. That is a sorb. And, yeah. and I pull it in, in that beer, and it gives that. It's, it's got a good I, I flavor. I try that. I've never, I've never tried. You never tried that. I've tried it in a brisket mop, a dark beer like that. We've. Uh, That's about the only thing a Guinness could be good for. <laughs> yeah, it's a oh, mop. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> or soap. <laughs> oh, I don't like them. Uh, oh man. Well, let's take another break. We'll be back right after this. No, I don't need to ever do this again. It's to get you hungry. Not, yeah, not eat nothing and then come up here and we talk about food the whole time. What are you talking about? All I had for lunch was a pack of crackers. Because <laughs> we had an OB appointment this morning that ran a, a little long. Hey, I had a blueberry muffin. That was it. Yeah. I'm starving to death now. That blueberry. Blueberry muffin. Look, see, he done, he done got so hungry his words just slurred. Ooh. What you got there? There's a snack for you. Hey, here's a snack. Jerky and a black. Back. Oh. 
Malcolm's uh, Killer Jerky. Get along, he, little hoggy. He's a jerky. That's man. bacon. That's bacon jerky. Yeah, bust it open. Bust it open. Give him a Go ahead. Flight. Get you he some of If I start on him, I ain't going to. He ain't going to eat. Now, don't think in this last segment when we get there, I ain't going to eat some of him, <laughs> but I don't need to start right now. Malcolm, if there's somebody listening out here that that is, because uh, our fans are all over doing all kinds of things, that, that's wanting to get started in barbecue, not competition. They ain't ever done it before. They just got their fill-in grill, whatever, whether it be Pit Boss, Weber, Big Green Egg, you name it. What, what What's your number one tip for beginners? The number one tip is just to do it, jump in and do it. Because, I mean, you, you're going to have to figure it out. And I tell people all the time, you can start with something as simple as that Weber, classic Weber kettle grill. When you learn how to set it up for grilling, how to set your fire up to where you can smoke on it, you know, make a two-zone fire where you can cook some ribs or some butts, and you learn how to control the vents, you're really learning fire management at that point. And so it's a, you know, that's 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 a big thing. But there's so much out there now. There's so, I mean, you've got YouTube videos, you've got guys, you know, doing podcasts, you've got, you know, TV shows. Used to, when I first started doing that, there wasn't barbecue was like held real close it was family secrets people weren't sharing all that stuff but i think that's changed you know in in the past 10 20 years you've got more people sharing how to do stuff i mean everybody knows if you want to look up something you look on youtube now that's that's the google and there's a video on it if it ain't you need to make one (laughs) because somebody else is probably looking for it too but i mean i think just getting started is where you you know don't be scared don't be scared to get on there and ruin something i mean that's everybody's done it i mess stuff up there's no you know start with your basic stuff don't jump in and buy 60 dollars brisket and think you're gonna cook that first off start with some bologna or some chicken breast or yeah that's what i was gonna ask you too like if they're if they're walking down the meat aisle and they're a beginner and like the the most user-friendly cut of meat in your mind is probably pork loin or chops yeah that's what it's cheap you can start with that or chicken breast once you learn the chicken breast a little tough to start with yeah because most people dry it out Mm-hmm. But um, pork, pork loin's a blank campus. I mean, you can take that and do all kinds. I say of one stuff of my like favorite cuts is I, I'm a weird one that I don't ever see many people in that is a Boston butt steak. Oh, we call them pork steaks. Pork steaks. Oh yeah, them oh, I pork, love pork steaks, steaks are fantastic. They're hard to screw up. They really are. They got a ton of fat on them, and you you can cook them if you over them a little bit. It's really a lot of dark in there anyway. So if you do go a little over, you still got a good piece of meat. Worst thing to do is going to fall apart and turn into pulled pork. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly that's right. Yeah, I love a pork steak. You that, talk about a drum smoker. Those, those things are made to cook on a drum because as they drip, you get that sizzle and you get all that flavor on a big pork steak. Yeah. I like them thick too. Oh, absolutely. I don't want the thin one. I want no. them you know, inch hey, and a half. What, what's the internal temp you cook um, these too? Man, I'm taking them up to 175, 180. I mean, they're going pretty high. They're not going as far as you would to pull, like close to 200. But you want them to go up to where they're soft, where you can cut them with a fork. I don't. If I had to get a knife out on a pork steak, I didn't do it right. Yeah. But I cook them like I do ribs. I get some seasoning on the outside, whatever you barbecue rub you want to put on them get some color on them and then i wrap them up and that's why i still use some butter some brown sugar some barbecue sauce it could be whatever some you can put beer in there if you wanted to apple juice just something to make some moisture and then you cook them to where they fall apart tender and kind of like a chicken thigh. yeah it's a, a it's, chicken thigh is another hard one it's, yep. he's hard to screw up because he's They're got forgiven they are forgiven so um and i oh them brake pads is good that's what I call them. <laughs> Break man, I think I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna find me some pork steaks when I leave here. Yeah, <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with a pork. What, steak. what he just described. Well, you that can was just 
you can get like three heard. or yeah. four pounds of pork steaks for like eight bucks, Dirt eight cheap. or nine dollars. Oh yeah, like and they're they're on the end down there where nobody apparently shops or something because they always there. And I'm like, yeah, give me him. Here's you know? a little pro tip: whenever they run them butts on sale, just take that butt over to your butcher counter. I mean, I'm you know you can't do it at Walmart; they yeah. ain't got butchers no more. But a store that's got a, a butcher counter and tell them you want them to cut them an inch and a half, they'll charge you the same price. Most of them they put on sale for ninety nine cents a pound or dollar oh nine something like that, and you can get eight good pork butts out of a butt. You know yeah. that's a, and that's a pound a piece. That's a pretty thick piece of meat. Mm. You know they're good though. Mm. Boy, it's a shame we got to work after this. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> well, Malcolm, if our fans we we all we have a section coming after this, but I want to give you this chance um, right now. Uh, before we get into like the emails and all that so if they're looking to learn more about malcolm reed or more about what you got going on in your store all that where, where can they find you how to bbq right.com or you can search how to bbq right on instagram facebook twitter youtube tiktok we got a podcast too so it's and apparently you got a bunch of stuff so you got malcolm's yeah. killer jerky right we here do some jerky yeah we do jerky we do you know rubs and sauces of course um, I, you know, I brought you guys some stuff to try and play around with, but I've, we've branched out and done, you know, pickled products. I've got, you know, several different lines of pickles that we do, hot sauce. Um, is that mine? Oh, I'm out. About to, that, that was oh. my alarm going off to wake, <laughs> wake me up from my nap. Oh, I was about to say, golly, my bad. So I didn't mean, so you, you got pickles. Yeah, you Daddy, got, didn't get in that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got hot sauces. we got grill cleaners, gloves, stuff like that. You know, it's just barbecue accessories. Yeah. Stuff for the cooking, man. That's everything what everything you need to cook with, clean That's up it. your mess, make it better, all that kind of stuff. Keep right? mama happy. Oh. Well, one thing he <laughs> right. said I want to go to the guys that are, are just starting out, don't be afraid to fail. You're going to do that. Ever cook, he don't ever just make everything right every time he cooks it. Oh, that's why be willing, we Be willing to experiment. My mom and dad were, were mad scientists in the kitchen. One of the greatest things okay. that ever happened for cooking is YouTube because all that stuff exists out there. Yeah. And you can look and it don't make you less of a man or less of a person. Figure yeah. out how to do it. Because, I mean, I've gotten cuts of meat before sent to me that I don't even know what they are. I'm like... The yeah, first time I saw it, it was called a bavette steak. Well, I'm a redneck from Louisiana. I ain't never heard of him. Yeah, I ate, I ate then, at somebody's house, a buddy's house one time, and they was they told me it was fried chicken. And I kept looking for the, the, the pulley bone. Yeah. You know, and I said, I'm going to have to watch y'all cut these chickens up. I said, because I've looked through this whole platter, and ain't no ain't no chicken uh, breast, you know, with the pulley pull bone there. And they bust out laughing and said, you've been eating rabbit. Go ahead and throw up. And I said, I ain't going to throw up. Give me another hunk of it. That sucker was good. <laughs> rabbit, he yeah. good. He was good. Yeah. yeah, he's good. But, Malcolm, we're going to come back right after this, get into some email questions, and we'll, we welcome you to throw in some advice in there. But I did want to give folks a chance to find you. So how to bbqright.com. Search for it on anything, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that. You'll find Malcolm there. But we'll be back right after this to get in that inbox and see what our fans see what the fans up to. All right, Malcolm. We're back. This is one of my favorite sections of the show. So we have a, a email inbox, hello at duckcallroom.com, where our fans email in asking questions, concerns. Look, if y'all got any barbecue questions, shoot them our way. We'll uh, we'll get the experts with you. We'll answer them best we can. We don't have any in here.
currently, but I do have some stuff um, that I thought was pretty good, uh, say from over the weekend, mainly um, because Cy and Stone are both here. Some of it are veteran stuff. So this one is, uh, good afternoon, I'm a fan of the show and the podcast. As an older Marine Corps veteran who loves outdoor, finding good, clean podcasts that are entertaining, are are funny are hard to come by yours is the best thank you for that by the way i love when you all have guests but the original crew hands down are the funniest anyway i've listened to the podcast do you have any recommendations to any like yours or treasure hunts if not please consider uncle size the greatest so what i wanted to do here was other podcasts right so malcolm has got one uh talking about all things cooking that stones listen to I'm going to go listen to now. Are there any other podcasts that, well, we got Unashamed, obviously. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you one that's really good that you probably didn't expect us to say. If you need, like, uplifting spiritual things, Sadie's podcast is fantastic. Sadie Robertson can lay it down in there. Mm-hmm. She oh, yeah. is, she's unbelievably talented. Uh, and her messages aren't just for the younger female crowd, any age, any place in life can get a lot from what Sadie talks about in there. So um, I know it sounds like home cooking that we're just, we're picking on some of our own, but um, you know, there are some other good ones out there. Uh, the meat eater podcast. If you're a, if you're a hunter and you like cooking wild game and stuff like that, the meat eater podcast is really good. I listen to Jocko pretty regular. There you go. There's another one um, right there. So there's all kinds of podcasts out there. Uh, we're happy to give love where love is given to us. I know a lot of those guys are friends. Uh, they support us, so we're happy to support them. Um, let's see. I have another one here. While you're looking, I'll just say this, okay? It's actually really good, okay, to have all these uh, different people that are doing it because not only do you get our four views, okay, you can check them out, ask them, send them questions, okay, and get another viewpoint from somebody else okay and especially okay. if we're cooking this concern yeah <laughs> if a guy that does it for a living and has one one cooking contest and hey check him out and hey pick his brain and look mm-hmm. he got 1.4 million subscribers hey, on youtube there it, there it is. let oh. me tell you something hey he can cook he knows what he's talking about yeah so well, you know on the podcast thing i think people like that form of media because they feel a connection with you they can send you an email and ask you a question mm-hmm. how many shows have you seen on tv you can't you can't call yeah. them folks up yeah, i can't talk to bobby flay yeah, he, well, he ain't gonna answer you back <laughs> yeah. well, i think say, that's my favorite yeah. i'm like martin that's my favorite part is the guys asking yeah. questions about yeah. something that you know they and get I, our viewpoint i'm a firm believer if you don't know ask yeah, yeah. No and here's yeah. no dumb and we don't know it all that's right and here's the one for stone right here i really wanted to do this one again because malcolm you've you've got a young son here uh i'm assuming that's your son it, that's yeah, here that's that's Mike. yeah michael yep. uh but this one is for stone uh it's from benjamin in sioux city iowa it says stone what was the online app browser thing that you mentioned on the podcast about how to monitor online activity and accountability. I'm 15 and asking my parents about Snapchat. I've never had it before. And we were talking about the possibility of me having it. We both value the in-person relationships and spending time with family. So I just want to give my parents an option to show that I'm being honest online. Mm-hmm. So, Well, the one that, that my buddy um, told me about, it was the best one that I've seen. Is the, It's called Our Pact. 
O-U-R-P-A-C-T. There you go, Benjamin. And it mirrors everything that happens on that cell phone. So it's, it's and, and supposedly it's foolproof. They can't hide anything. Yeah. So, But accountability with, with, with these things right here is huge. Which I think that's really cool. A 15-year-old yeah. just emailed yeah. us yeah. asking us yeah. for a way to be more that, accountable. That's awesome. That's awesome. And look, you know, it, and it's, it's great that, that you're thinking that way because, and they know, they know, those teenagers know they can't handle what's on that cell phone without help. And, uh, and that, that's great. Kudos to you, man. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Let me see. I got another one here. <laughs> this one, Sai here, this one right on for you. John, 18 from Pennsylvania. I'm going into my senior year and I've never dated anyone before. I've been putting myself out there lately and trying to ask out girls, but they all seem to have boyfriends. I even spent a week on a mission trip with my church and met a girl who seemed into me for the whole week just to have her tell me she had a boyfriend. Do you have any advice on how to find a good Christian girlfriend in a yuppie public school area? So, hey, you the hey, matchmaker. Hey, side. look, here's all you got to do, man. Just keep going. Keep asking. Keep chasing. Okay. All of averages, right? Because, hey, here's my here's, – this is just my personal view. God's already got the woman picked out for you, dude. You just got to find Okay, it. all you got to do is just keep saying, hey, you want to go out with me? Let's go get a pizza or something. You know, finally you're going to say one, and she said, yeah, I've been watching you. You're pretty cool. <laughs> you know? Uh, hey, trust me when I tell you, they're watching. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, hey, yeah. Saying, yeah. That's exactly right. Sink or swim. That was hey, the method hey. I went with. The worst she's going to say is no. Yep. Hey, it's just like and fishing. Then, that's it. It's just like fishing. You got to cast that bait out there in the water and pull it back to catch one. Okay. So, hey, just keep getting out there and talking. Hey, you want to go out? You don't. Well, hey, it's your loss, girl. You don't know what you just turned down. It's like that same old saying, Martin. You start at the top of the totem pole, work your way down. Yeah, you'll find you a notch to land on. You'll find a notch. Yeah. Or you can start there and climb your way. Women are like fools of fish. Uh There's always another one out there. Oh. And the same thing goes uh, for me, too, for you ladies listening. We don't want to leave them out. That's it. Hey. No. Uh, no, keep trying, man. Size right. Hey, look, and it is infor- important to find one that has the same values as That's, you. That's right. That's um, right. And one that you can hey. live with. It. Like Phil would always Pro- give you, hey, does she tow the Bible? Yeah. I'll say <laughs> this. she tow the Bible, hey, take her out. Projects hey. are best left to be friends with, not not in a relationship with you don't want a project under your own roof we're we're all a big enough project ourselves you don't need to be you don't need to be trying to save one that you're living with so to speak it's uh find one that starts there and then work on your friends around you and then create a whole community to bring to heaven with you um but we're coming to that time side do you have a bible verse in mind i didn't even think about this you you want want me to no let's say good grief I've been reading Field's book. I should have plenty, but my mind went blank. You hit me, you hit me, and I didn't have it ready. Well, here, look, I got one. Let's just go with the verse of the day off of the Bible app because, that man, actually, actually, it's really, it, this this is good here. Um, and it's Psalms 147.11. It says, The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. That's it. And I like one that goes with that. Hey, fear of the Almighty is the beginning of knowledge. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Hey, you better for him. It's so awesome that our Lord and Savior does have that unfailing oh, love for well, us. You, tell me, you, know what, you know what we're going to do? We're going to fail. 
And he but still his, and he still loves us. But his love never fails. That's it. And, and just tell me, hey, dude, yeah, you've done it again. Get up, dust it off. Come on with me. Yeah, ask for forgiveness and let's yes, move on. You've got it. Ask for it and let's move on. Let's move let's on. Have man. a good day. Look, Malcolm, we appreciate you stopping by. Yep. Uh, you're welcome in here anytime you want to be, brother. And uh, man, but right now we're going to give you another sneak peek into Uncle Si's new show, Duck Family Treasure, available on Fox Nation, streaming everywhere. Military man, first hey, military responders. Military first responders. Free first year, baby. There you go. There you go. So, Appreciate check, your service. Yep. Check it out. Enjoy it. Send us an email. Let us know how that's going. We appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next time right here in the Duck Call Room. May God bless you each and every day of your life. So did y'all hear about this guy in England? Did you hear about this? No. You saw this? I uh, know. This, this is amazing. Is this a what? tall tale? No, th no, this just happened. This real is breaking deal. news. This is for real, in other words. Yeah, breaking news. Fine. I feel like I should be telling this in some kind of English accent. I can say one phrase good. I've practiced this quite a bit. Let's have it. Well, let's hear it. It's a bit nutty. <laughs> <laughs> a short phrase, too. That's it. That's all I got. Now, let me give you a lead in. What I'm fixed to tell you it's a bit nutty. <laughs> you nailed it, buddy. You nailed it. <laughs> so this story, this guy gets a metal detector, and on the first day, he walks out, some pasture out in England somewhere. Bloop, 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 bloop. Goes off, digs it up. A gold coin from the 13th century. Oh, you're making this up. One of only eight to have ever existed. So they sell it. 875,000. That's why I've been telling y'all, it can't happen. Well, it did. I just thought I would try to inspire you. So I is rubbing off on me. I thought we might need a little inspiration. I have an amazing spot. My buddy's wife's grandparents has this place called Magnolia Ridge in South Louisiana. One of the members of the Lewis and Clark expedition, this was their property. What? Yep. Yeah. It's been there since like 1700s. I don't know how old. Never been hunted. How do you know? Because I researched it. And Miss Ann, the owner, is a treasure hunter herself. And she's found like several things just on top of the ground, just walking around the property. They found a full-length sword in the garden. Like an old sword? An old sword. Really? When do we leave? We got a standing invite whenever y'all want to go. And we can make it a guy's night, stay the night, have oh, a guy's night. Oh, we're talking overnight. Overnight. I like this. I wonder why you're just now bringing this up. Yep, has been telling me about this on and off for last couple of years. He knows. Well, why are you not telling me? What? Well, I don't understand. You would forget about it by tomorrow. Well, yep, probably. and I would have been <laughs> consulting on I it. I trust deal. Murray. He listens to me, actually. Yeah. You don't listen very well. He cares. I have, you know I have a condition. It's called yeah, selective. It's called no, it's called selective <laughs> That's memory. <his> condition. <laughs> okay. No. okay, hey, look, y'all go down there, okay, and have your boys' night out, whatever, okay? And then that'll give me time to work on my idea. Oh, what's your idea? Hey, photo shoot. For who? For you three <laughs> and me. I'm trying to establish our brand.
But I just, as a general rule, I don't like photo. Hey, if you come together for an hour or maybe two and take some photographs. Two hours? <laughs> two hey. hours of my life? Hey. <laughs> do the darn photo up, knucklehead. I'm trying to make his household name. We do this picture shoot or whatever you're talking about. Then what happens? Social media. Yeah, we're going to turn it loose. Look, if it'll get us access to landowners, I like that. Now you're talking. I, I like it. Okay. All right, that's that's all I'm trying to do with this. All right. I'm in. You'll be thanking me later for it, okay? All right. I have I have faith, baby. All right. Y'all go down there, get your beauty rest, see what you can find, come back, we'll do the photo shoot. Boys night treasure hunting. Call it men's night. I haven't been a boy for a while. <laughs> okay. Don't call him a boy. He's got he's got an image problem. <laughs>